open your cerebral cortex and shift your lobes into upper beta phase because you are going to have Bitcoin knowledge transmitted directly into your vestibulocochlear. Your host of Bitcoin Knowledge is Trace Mayer, an early Bitcoin advocate since it cost a quarter, but this is not intended to be investment advice. A doctor of jurisprudence, but this is definitely not legal advice. And an investor in core cryptocurrency infrastructure, including Armory, BitPay, Kraken, and Mitagio, but this is not a recommendation of those services. Here, you get fed via direct mind download with pure and free Bitcoin knowledge. Welcome back to the podcast. We have Ben Ulrich with us. He's from the Denver Bitcoin Center and also helps people uh, use Armory. So those are the two things we're going to be talking about. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks a bunch for having me. So can you give us a brief description? Like what's going on with this Denver Bitcoin Center? Well, we just started this beginning of this last month. We had our opening party. It was a huge event. We were really excited just because over 100 people showed up. We had uh, Jason from Sean's Outpost and Dan from College Cryptocurrency Network, a couple people there. So it turned out to be a huge huge, huge party. It was a lot of fun. How big is the space? Uh, it's not too big. It's, you know, if you think about it, it's more of a traditional loading dock space. If you look online, we have pictures, but our back door is just a giant warehouse. So you, you can know, stick sliding. miners in there. Yeah, we've, had a, we've had a few. We actually have some running up front all the time. Uh, Showing just people to, how exactly, they work. Show people. And, you know, they bring in a few bucks a month for uh, towards yeah. the Bitcoin center. But yeah, I mean, honestly, we're just, you know, a co-op workspace. We're a community center. We host a lot of meetups stuff like that uh -huh. there and then also we have bitcoin atms and then we have somebody there to essentially talk to the public monday through friday so people can come in nine to five and use our atms learn how to get their first wallet all that kind of stuff for I, I, free i think a lot of people really underestimate the human capital investment you really have to learn how to use this new technology and like riding a bike it's fine with training wheels but mm -hmm. you really want someone there to kind of guide you around right you exactly. know you might you might fall off the bike and scrape up your knee here and there lose a few bitcoin well a few satoshi you don't right. lose bitcoins these days, right? Hopefully. And, you know, it's nice to have these centers all over the place mm -hmm. where you can actually go and talk to somebody. Exactly. And they can help you just kind of know what you're doing. No, and it's super important because, like, I remember the first times I did Bitcoin transactions. And I learned myself, right? And I did. I was doing local Bitcoins and online and so on and so forth. But, I mean, it was, it was nerve-wracking because you're always worried, okay, am I using, you know, uh, something susceptible to man-in-the-middle attacks? Or am I using something that's susceptible? to yada and there's just this huge list the more you learn the bigger the list gets right <laughs> yeah. and so and so like you said it's just it can be a little nerve-wracking if you don't know exactly what you're doing sending yeah <laughs> sending and money you know you, you start off you 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 start off with maybe five dollars worth of bitcoins or twenty dollars mm -hmm. worth of bitcoins and then you're moving up hundred dollars worth of bitcoins i think you cannot be too worried because you don't have too much at risk but as right. you get more at risk you exactly. want to upgrade your, your first knowledge. two bitcoin transaction is <laughs> Is a little bit nerve-wracking, yeah, you know? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> is it going to make it? Is it going to make it? And the two seconds between the phones, you're just like, oh, my gosh, did I send it to the right address? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that that's really helpful. I've been to a lot of these spaces. I've been flying around all over the world, actually, helping build Bitcoin. And it's so fascinating. We used to meet it like a... A little restaurant mm -hmm. in San Diego or in New York or in San Francisco or in Buenos Aires and now we actually have like a major co-op workplace in San Diego mm -hmm. uh, 
the Bitcoin Center in New York's like 40,000 square it's feet. Or, I mean, yeah, it's, it's huge. Ridiculous. And we get it filled up pretty often. Now one's sprouting up in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin's got all types of stuff uh, going on. Uh, over in Vienna, I've been over to a few of the Bitcoin centers over there. They're doing great. Uh, London's got things going on. Isle of Man, uh, they actually yeah, have government helping yeah, out with exactly. stuff over there. Down here in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, in Chile, in uh, Brazil, we've got places. I mean, this is a global, worldwide phenomenon. Singapore, I forgot to mention Asia. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot going yeah, on over just... in Asia, too. So it's very exciting, like, all this stuff going on. In a couple earlier podcasts, we actually had on Andy Ofife. He's a senior developer at Armory. And he was teaching us all about generating private keys, holding private keys, Uh multi-signature, fragmented backups, like all of these really advanced features of Bitcoin Armory, which... If you're holding your private keys, you need to make sure your private keys are safe. So I highly recommend going and listening to those three podcasts. Building on that foundation, you might also want someone to help walk you through during these Armory installs. There's little things you can miss. (laughs) Yeah, there are little things you can miss. So Ben... You've actually helped people do some of these Armory installs, yeah, right? Yeah, a few times, for sure. You charge for it? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> make, make some money. Like... Well, why would you trust me if I was doing it for free? Well, yeah. If I mean, I'm, that, if I'm that... offering to store your money and I'm saying, here, I'll do it I'll for do you it for, for free, right? Why would you trust me? Well, <laughs> you're a nice guy, right? Well, but I don't know that charging is necessarily a good reason to trust you either. But it goes to show that you can build a little business yeah, out of this type of stuff. Oh, for sure. Because I know over at Armory, like we just don't have time we have to write the code (laughs) that everybody's using right we're working on the product so we get tons of requests and we're like look we just can't do that right now Mm -hmm. and now with uh john velisarios who came on board he left accenture managing all the private keys for stock exchanges over there and other major financial stuff 11 years at accenture running the crypto space he's now over at armory working full-time to sell armory at the enterprise level right yeah but we're talking about storing like hundreds of millions of dollars of bitcoins. That's just a totally different contract than like you know, say you're you're a doctor, a lawyer, it's, and you got fifty grand you want to buy with bitcoins. It's a different contract, but it's actually pretty much a lot of the same procedures. Yeah, I mean, very you're still similar. Using procedures. the same ways to store the wallets. If I mean, just there, you might be doing a lot more things pro- programmatically, you know, generated and so forth, uh, versus you know doing it yourself but it's still the same procedures to you know do use multiple factors of authentication or like you were talking about splitting up the wallets multi-sig whatever the case is you're still using a lot of the same strategies to protect the bitcoins yeah so now you just most people don't have the resources like the big you know yeah. the big financial institutions to do and that you hit me up outside right before the podcast about have we got this uh, certification done yet and i was like <laughs> no we haven't got the certification done yet yeah i was talking and, to john about it in vegas yeah, he and, said it was almost ready. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everything's almost ready at Armory. Uh, but we have to, like, when stuff gets done over there, it gets done to the ultimate highest level. Like, you There's just, no room for error, though. There, there is absolutely no room <laughs> for error at Armory. Uh, so we don't, like, we don't have the certification out yet. But I also, I did an interview with Michael Perkins. He's from the Cryptocurrency Consortium up in uh, Toronto, another mm-hmm. big Bitcoin hub. Yeah. And we're working on coming up with some standards for uh, Bitcoin professionals. And I'm sure that, like, helping people set up cold storage wallets will be something that it'll get kind of worked into all of this. Uh, But in the meantime, you know, 
if people need to get their Armory Cold Storage set up, like they can come find you at the Denver Bitcoin yeah, Center, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm not the only one, too. I know we have uh, Chad, who also does computer repair at the Bitcoin Center. He is more than capable of doing a lot of the same things, so he hasn't been involved in as long. But And and if you're not in Denver, like you go down to the local Bitcoin to place local in Bitcoin New Center. York or L.A. or San Diego <laughs> right. or San Francisco or uh, Austin or Phoenix, like all these places, mm-hmm. like you can go and just ask around, like, hey, can I get someone who can help me? set up a uh, a wallet. I would try and you find know, a big, uh, an armory wallet. I would try and find an IT consultant if you don't have a Bitcoin center, if you have a small Bitcoin community, try and find an IT consultant in your area that accepts Bitcoin and most likely they'll probably know how to do that kind of stuff and feel confident, you know, in helping you out with it. What I would really like to see, you know, maybe maybe you could make something like this, but if there were an actual checklist uh, that could be followed so that the person getting their wallet set up could know that the checklist has been followed and right. that the private keys have not been compromised in any way. Because, you know, the, the person setting up your wallet might have a photographic memory, and if they see the root seed that comes <laughs> up and they remember that, then your keys have been compromised. Yeah, oh, for sure. you know? So it'd be nice if there were kind of a checklist that uh, everybody could follow. That way they know the keys have been set up in a secure way, that there's right. kind of a standard assurance with that. Yeah, so. I mean, are you talking about a checklist to take to somebody like that or use yourself? Well, actually, it would be a checklist that an individual could download, and then when they go to get help from somebody, they could just make sure that the person's following the checklist. That's actually a really great idea, because the checklists are available, right, online for those who want to find them. But the issue is, do I have the technical skill to do an air-gapped computer, yada, yada. So I agree, that that might be some material we want to put together here pretty soon. Yeah, so that might be something that you could put together over there at the Denver Bitcoin Center. It'd be great, because then you're like, hey, just make sure that whoever you're getting to help you with creating your secure <laughs> right. cold storage wallets follow something like this and give checklist. Them, give them like 10 words to make sure that their yeah. nerd knows those yeah. 10 words. Well, like these are <laughs> like blockchain. Like these are potential <laughs> attack services or vectors mm-hmm. in that key generation. Because John V, he's actually been involved in key generation ceremonies for root servers of the internet and other major really? financial institutions. Wow. So when that happens, like they fly in like 20 yeah. top executives yeah. and they make sure that the hardware and everything that they're, they're actually are standards. It's a big deal. All the way through that entire process. And those standards can then be relied on by insurance companies and things like that to make sure that the keys were generated properly. So, I mean, it's a really important thing and it's good for people to kind of get some hands-on experience with the private keys themselves in the Bitcoin space. I thank you for helping people, you know, use Armory because it's pretty intimidating, but it's nice to have someone to kind of, you know, make sure you don't hurt yourself too bad on the bike. Right. There we go. Thanks so much. We've had Ben Ulrich from the Denver Bitcoin Center. He's also kind of an independent consultant, helps people set up their armory wallets. Uh, Thanks for being on the podcast with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Be sure to get a copy of the free Bitcoin guide at freebitcoinguide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share Bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise, spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate.
Thank you.